Happy New Year friends! Today we're going to talk briefly about setting goals for 2023 and how to use those goals to create the processes and habits so that you're successful and achieve the things that you would like to this year. If you have set New Year's resolutions and you're falling off from those already or you're trying to set up goals and systems, be sure to stay tuned. I'll share some of my reflections from 2022 as well as how I'm going to approach this new year. Be sure to hit that like button and hit that subscribe button. Welcome to Public Health Careers. I'm your host, Omari Richards, founder of the Public Health Millennial. We're going to dive deep into public health topics and career journeys. You'll hear diverse career stories, absorb professional development and career strategies, get tips while also learning from others to help you in your own journey and learning of public health. Learn about the vast world of public health, public health careers, or just hear public health stories. Stay tuned so we can do all part towards a culture of health, well-being, and equity for all. Welcome to episode 132. Omari Richards here. Thank you all so much. First and foremost, I really, really appreciate you all rocking with me and for supporting this show. Please leave a like if you have not as yet. Subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really, really helps the show to get out to more people and really expands our reach. I really appreciate that. From the Spotify wrap-up that I had last year, this podcast was the number one show for 53 fans. So that is amazing. I appreciate the 53 of you all that, that this is your top show. That I hope that you all are continuing to get value and sharing this with more people so that they can get value as well. It's a top five show for 296 fans and a top 10 show for 556 fans. That is amazing to me. It blew my mind when I saw that. I don't even know how they pull that data, but I'm greatly, greatly appreciative of all of you for tuning in. If this is your first episode, thank you. If this is your 50th episode or 132nd episode, appreciate you all a lot, a lot, a lot. The podcast has also reached over 40,000 downloads in total, which is crazy to me because I never thought I'd be reaching these numbers. So I appreciate you all once again, and I hope that I'm continuing to give you all value. I'm going to be doing more of these solo shows as well as the interviews that you all are used to. So just look out for that. This impact and the support for the show does not go unnoticed. So I just want you all to know I appreciate you all for believing in me and for supporting the show. All I can say is that 2023 is going to be another great year, so be sure to stay tuned. Now back to goals. If you remember from last year, I explained how I wrote out my goals and increasing complexity from simple to smart to dynamic. And if you weren't here, a quick recap, let's say you have a goal around reading books, let's say. So a simple goal would be something like simply stating what you're trying to do in the simplest words possible. So it would be something like, I'm going to read more. You know, it really doesn't talk too much about it. And then when you go a little deeper, it goes into a smart goal. We all good about smart goals, so I'm not going to bother you with that too much. But smart goals are goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And this could be something like read two books per month or read 12 books this year. And then when you take it to the next level, you can talk about dynamic goals. And dynamic goals are smart goals, but with the sense of purpose. So it would be an example of this would be read two books per month to increase my knowledge around public health topics. So you can really see how goals went from simple to smart to dynamic and how it goes from increasing complexity and increasing the purpose of your goals, which really helps you to align your goals with your values and with what you want to achieve for your life. So you see how you can take any goal in trying to achieve it and put it into this framework to make it most meaningful to you. And I think if you're able to get your goals from simple to dynamic, you're probably more likely to achieve them, probably more likely to stay on task. So just sharing that out there. 
some reflections on my goals from last year. So some of you will have listened to my my other podcast episode. I'll also link it in the description below. I'm not too sure what the episode's number is right now, but my goals fell into the categories of play, wellness, learning, social impact, and financial freedom. Though I completed less than 50% of my goals to the T, I still feel very successful from the year. And this is because the goals allowed me the ability to build the habits that I'm still carrying forward today. An example of a failed goal from, from my last year was to do yoga two times per week. And if you're interested in doing yoga, we do do free online yoga Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. EST. So feel free to join the Discord. That is the phmillennial.com forward slash join, and you can join there. And how did I feel, you ask, but I still find this successful? Though I'm part of this yoga community that I just spoke about, that has yoga two sessions per week, which makes it really easy for me to hit this goal, life came up. And life comes up for all of us. So whether that was for work, or to go into a conference, or just for personal things, I bailed on doing yoga certain weeks. However, I would say that I did yoga every single week of last year. I may not have done it two times a week, but I did it every week. Think about that. I went from doing yoga infrequently in 2021 to ensuring that I was part of my life. I joined this group, and even when I missed yoga one session per week, I always tried not to make it two sessions. And if I knew I was going to miss the two sessions on the Tuesday and the Thursday, I'd be sure to do solo yoga so that I fill this gap and that I ensure that I'm continuing this momentum and building this habit in my life. What's my point here? Goals are just guiding posts for the person you want to become. And many times you write down goals or to-do lists that are for the ideal, quote-unquote, ideal you when you're writing it. But life happens. So you may not have the ideal you. Think feeling sick or off, or tired, or just plain unmotivated. All these things happen in life, and that's fine. The important thing is that you stick to the reason that you're setting your goal. So you want to ensure that your goals are aligned with your values so that you're able to continue on even when you don't hit the specific metrics that you were trying to hit. But just knowing that the ideal you is not always going to be there, but you want to know what is the lowest level of you that is possible. And like for me, that was at least doing yoga once a week. Though the goal was two times a week, I built up the habit where I'm doing yoga consistently two times a week, but I'm doing it at least once a week. And I think that that's a good practice to have in whatever goal it might be to not just shortchange yourself. Okay, this is the only thing that's going to happen. But know that if you fall below that, you're still okay. And you still have the momentum to keep on going. And I think this is something that a lot of us don't don't really realize or reflect on that we set goals with the ideal you, quote unquote, once again, going into it. So the reason for my goal was not particularly to do yoga two times a week, but it was to build a practice of doing yoga consistently. So going back to my point just now, it didn't matter too much in, in the bigger scheme of things that I didn't do yoga two times per week, every week. What was important was making sure that I at least had one yoga session, whether that was with the group or by myself, to ensure that I'm continuing this habit and I'm continuing this practice and it's building into my life. And it's not just a goal anymore, but it's just something that I do and it's something that I have become. I'm someone that practices yoga. And I want you to think about your goals in this sense when you're doing it. Another point I wanted to make is to be realistic with your goals. 
for me, I had way too many goals when I'm when I'm looking back and reflecting on it now, which were important. It's, it's important to some extent, but I think it would have been a lot better and saved me better with reducing the number of goals that I had and really focusing on the things that would take me closest to the person that I wanted to become. So as I go forward this year in 2023, I'm really evaluating my goals against the person I want to ultimately become in the next year to five years and align that and create the habits that will take me closer to that person and therefore become the person that I would like to be in the future. I just want to share some stats around New Year's resolutions. I know many of you probably have set New Year's resolutions. And these stats were pretty interesting to me. I think they came from 2022. And the stats go as 75% of people are still successful for their New Year's resolution after the first week. So if you're listening to this, you're probably in that 75 board. I'm hoping that you're still successful. You're still keeping on that path. After two weeks, though, that number dropped to 71%. Can you believe that? I guess after one month, the number dropped to 64%. And when you look at it after six months, only 46% of people were still successful with their New Year's resolution. The main reasons for failing were unrealistic goals, not keeping track of the progress, and too many resolutions. And I can feel it with that too many resolutions part because that was much of what I did last year. So I want to offer a small piece of advice to keep you motivated for your goals. Instead of thinking of your new year resolution as a year long goal, how about you set quarter long goals? So that's three month long goals. Then assess and iterate every three months. Not only does this help you to give you quicker feedback, but it also helps to assess and see if that goal you set three months ago is actually the thing you want to work towards. There's also the added benefit of making your goals even more time-constrained. As you've probably heard from the Parkinson's Law before, that says work expands to fill the time allotted for its completion. So by structuring your time boundness to a shorter increment from a year to three months, you may achieve a lot more in the year than you would have in a year-long time increment. There's also this book called The 12 Week Year, which I have right behind me here by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington, which can help you better think of this um, as so many times we think of goals as something we have to do on a yearly basis. But what if we really focus our goals on a three month basis? How much more successful would we be? How much more productive would we be? How much more can we achieve if we did it this way? So I'll link this in the description if anyone's interested in checking this book out. I think it was very valuable. It really just talks essentially about just shortening the time length of your goals and seeing how that boosts the productivity of whether that's your personal life, your business. So it's not very complicated, but it's just allowing us to think of that Parkinson's law. Let's reduce the amount of time for the goals that we're setting. And in doing so, we're probably going to achieve more goals. And another thing that I thought about with this is that it allows you to stay motivated because you're always creating new goals. It's not like you're creating this one goal now and then waiting till the end of the year to assess it. But you're really going through the process of assessing your goals on a much quicker time time constraint, which I think is helpful, especially in today's world, when our interests, our values, we think this is something that we might might want to do or might want to achieve. But then as we do it for a couple of weeks, we realize, okay, this, this, this thing here, yes, it's helpful, but it's not really taking me to where I want to go.
So link in the description once again, the 12 week year. So before you set your goals this year, I really want you to reflect on last year, see what truly aligns with your values and with your vision for your future. And keyword there is your, don't, don't let other people's perceptions form what your goals and what your action steps should be, but align your goals with the future that you want to be. Maybe shorten the time allotted to your goals. If you want to keep it as a year, that's fine. But I think even maybe even thinking about it on a six, six month time basis or three months, as I stated earlier, know that your goals are with you to build strong habits and habits are what drive us forward. I know you also heard the quote, show me your habits and I'll show you your future. And I think this is too important. This is speaking truth to all of us. We are what we do. So be sure that the habits and the things that you're doing are the things that are aligned with where you would like to be. In order to get better habits, we need to set better goals. Or better phrased, more aligned goals with the values and the vision for ourselves. So when you're thinking about setting goals this year, I want you to set maybe four categories of goals and maybe have two goals per category, really keeping it simple, really focusing on the big picture things that are going to take you closest to where you want to be and what you want to achieve for whatever time period you want to set for yourself. So the categories that I would think of are best to set would be financial, wellness, learning, and play. I think these are essential categories for everyone from a student to professional to really think about, okay, how can I approach my year in a holistic way. Uh, I'll add one more to that, spiritual. So financial, wellness, learning, play, and spiritual. And you can have one to two goals in each of these categories. Make them the best goals that you would like to really drive forward and become that person that you want to become. We are what we do, so be sure you're doing the things for the person that you want to become. If you're interested in setting goals and you want more guidance or in a group setting, my partner will be hosting a visioning and alignment session. So really thinking about how to set your goals for 2023. And this session will be on Sunday, the 22nd of January, 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. If you're interested in this, information is in the Discord group. You can check that out by tapping the description tapping it in the description below or you can go to the phmillennial.com forward slash join and you can join the discord group there well that's all for today thanks so much for tuning in i look forward to more of these solo episodes as well as many other great interviews i'm lining up now so if you're not as yet be sure to subscribe leave a five-star review and feel free to support with the link in the description peace